Hello everyone and welcome to But It's a Classic, the film reviewing podcast where we look at classics old and new. My name is Phoebe and I have seen every film. My name is Ferdy and I've seen 16 films. Wow, you got that that number counting. Yeah, that's, okay, I, I was thinking about it because you were doing a yeah. banging introduction oh, for that you. one. That was very, that was clean, that was straight smooth, out the gate. that was yeah. fucking sick. Thank so you. I had to do you justice. Oh. Uh, what film are we watching today, Phoebe? Today we're watching... Um, oh my god, I almost forgot the name of the film. <laughs> <laughs> today we're watching Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Good old-fashioned American patriotism. Because <laughs> we didn't have enough of that, clearly, with most of our American and or Western films <laughs> that we've looked at. But we haven't done a war film. And we haven't done a war film. They are uh, big box office smash hits, famously. Are uh, they? Yeah. They, they I, do very well, yeah. usually. Especially I, if it's, like, Americans involved. Yeah, you know. yeah, true. Because I suppose the last big one I can remember is 1917. Mm, did you yes. see that? I did not, actually. No, it's, one, it's on my list of things to mm. watch. Um, I find it somewhat gimmicky with the whole, oh, it's all shot in one take kind of thing. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> of course it's not. No. Um, there are a lot of... I imagine there are a lot of long takes, mm. but it's definitely not no, shot no. all in one. Yeah. That would be... Although, if it was, that would be fucking sick. I mean, it would be amazing. That would be incredible. I know they marketed it that way, but it does genuine... I don't know. I just don't believe it. No, You know what course. I mean? Yeah. Like, they could tell me, no, it is all mm. in one take. I'm like, no, I just, I just don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I suppose it would be, like, be like doing a play True. With, with background extras. Mm. A play with extras. There was a thing that I did watch that was all in one take, mm. which was a Sky original miniseries. Oh, yeah. Um, with, oh my God, who's the guy that plays young Obi-Wan Kenobi? I've forgotten his name. Ewan McGregor? It's, yeah, it's Ewan yeah. McGregor. <laughs> and it's called Third, Third Day. Basically, okay. long story short, he gets stuck on an island and oh. when the water, when the tide goes out, you like the road to the island gets like cut off. So we get stuck on oh, it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, so the penultimate episode um, was a live stream that they did all in one take. Oh, that's cool. So, and it was like a kind of, they, they were basically recreating um, the crucifixion story with Ewan McGregor. Fucking yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they did it all. Oh my Florent, God. Florence the Machine was there, which was really odd. <laughs> Just like in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> recreated the crucifixion scene <laughs> with true faithfulness to the source material yeah. by including Florence, Florence and the Machine. As Mary yeah. Magdalene, I think. <laughs> um, but no, like it, it, they go around the entirety of mm. the island um, with him carrying this big cross, like actually, oh Hugh McGregor. God. It was very good. It didn't get much. Was it live streamed originally, or was it filmed first and then they said, "Oh, it's no, a live no. stream." No, they, they they did it like there was like Holy a live chat shit. in the side. I think it was like oh released God. on their websites or maybe YouTube. Um, but we're not watching that. We're watching Saving Private Money that badly. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. It was some. I think he like produced it, yeah, so like well, it was a passion okay. project or something. Very good. Passion of the Christ um, project. Hey, oh. <laughs> Um, we're watching Save It Private, Save It, Set, Save It, oh, Private Riot. Save It, Private, Private. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. Saving Private Ryan. We are watching that. Um, 1998. 1998. So my first question: Which war does this take place in? Do you not know? I do not know oh, okay. anything about this movie. I know that it's a war film. Mm -hmm. I know that they save Private Ryan, presumably. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if Ryan is his first name or last name. 
Well, um, private, so... Uh. So, oh, so private's his first name. No, 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 he is, <laughs> <laughs> he is a private. He is a private, yeah. Um, no, it's World War Two. Okay. Because it's Americans. Right. Um, and the Americans didn't really do much in World War One. Well, they, they, could do, they could do Vietnam. True. It could be a Vietnam movie. There's lo- lots of... We should probably do a Vietnam film. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. I have not. Very good. So Deer Hunter as well. that on, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, when I think of American patriotism, I think of Vietnam, mm. um, which is, I think, synonymous with it, really. Definitely. I think, mm, I don't know, actually. I think with Vietnam films, of the ones that I've watched, so yeah. like Full Metal Jacket, Apocalypse mm. Now. Haven't seen that either. Oh, oh, Apocalypse Now is heavy. It's good, but it's really Full heavy. Full Metal Jacket. Is that the, that's a war face. Yeah. Let me see your war face. Let me face. see your war oh! face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is weird mm. because like, it's not really a Vietnam film until like the end bit, but people still count it as a yeah. war film. Anyway, mm. I feel like with a lot of the Vietnam films, you start to go... Like, directors are kind of like, no, guys, we were the bad guys in Vietnam. <laughs> we, we, we shouldn't have, guys, what were we doing? Wow. Mm. Thanks, American directors. In it. You really saved the country. I know. It, it's like, yeah. we shouldn't have, oh, we should have probably just tried to let the, yeah. uh, the, the Vietnam people become yeah. independent. Yeah. Um, what are? Where were you when the war was happening? I mean, they probably weren't that old. No. And also, they were forced to draft to the army. That's that's yeah. very much not a fair thing to say from me. No, I, I no, apologise no. to any Vietnam vets who are listening. I mean, it depends. I suppose it depends how they vote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to the ones who feel bad, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. To the ones who don't, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, also, sorry, I've still yeah. got a little bit of a cough. That is um, so fine. No, but I suppose with the World War II films, from the mm. American standpoint, it's like, oh, fuck yeah. Punching Hitler in the face. Look at us. We've uh-huh. liberated because ultimately, when America did start to get involved in World War II, it wasn't really until the te- not the tail end, but the midpoint of the war. Yes. So fucking Europe and England mm. were on their last bloody legs, like yeah. fucking throw the ice cream man out on the fields, yeah. get his gun in his hand. Yeah. Whereas America comes along, like, look, we're America. We're great. Mm. War. Um, so they like to celebrate their efforts yes. of World War II a yes, lot yes, yes. more. Um, um, oh, good lord. Oh, we got all the, light. <laughs> uh, for all of the people who haven't got this in uh, face cam. Mm, our uh, Patreon. Which, yeah, our, <laughs> our Patreon. Um, the lights just came on a lot brighter for no reason. Yes, that was quite shocking. Uh, the lecture theatre that we record in is notorious for doing that. Mm. All, the, all, all the lights turning off altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I think that has happened probably to us a couple of times. I think so. Usually when we're like, mm, I'm wondering if that, yeah, that has happened, but yeah. I remember we've cut it out before. Yeah. Because yeah, they would just be dead air, wouldn't they? <laughs> I don't think we're going to cut this out because nope. we've like acknowledged it. No. Um, yeah. So I imagine in Save It Prime, say, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god. Are you trying to say like fix it Felix but save it Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in in fix it Felix. In fix it um, Felix, yeah. Saving fix it uh, Felix. Is that from Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. That is from Wreck-It Ralph. Yes, it yes is, that yeah. is. Okay, cool. Just checking. Just mm-hmm. making sure fix that my my pop culture references yeah. are keeping up with you today. <laughs> um I, so I imagine that private Ryan mm-hmm. There we go is captured 
Mm. And they have to save him. He's lost. He's lost. Yes. So the film takes place in France during D-Day. So 1944. So D-Day was the beginning of the uh, operation. It was called something like really like spooky. Operation Overlords. That was it, yes. Operation Overlords. So (laughs) D-Day was like when they came onto Normandy beaches. Got it. um, The American troops. So Private Ryan Mm. is lost behind enemy lines and there is a troop of soldiers led by a captain who's played by Tom Hanks. Have to go and find him. I thought Tom Hanks... Uh, stupidly played Private Ryan because no. his name is in the title. It's Matt Damon that plays Private Ryan. Is it? It is. Uh, yeah. Very how, young Matt Damon. Yeah, I was going to say, how old is it? Like 13? Yeah. He's like, Jesus. <laughs> Probably like 19 yeah. or 20. Is Matt Damon the one who... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mark Wahlberg. Um, who said that if I was on the planes at 9-11, things wouldn't have gone down the same way. Did he they... actually say that? Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah. Oh, God. He said that... Um, I'm pretty sure it was Mark Wahlberg. I mean, I'm gonna check just, it just in case. Yeah, I'm going to double-check that quickly. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, it is Mark Wahlberg who said that. Uh, side note, I spelt his name wrong. Oh. I spelt it Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Where, where it's actually... Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Um, that would so, have tripped me up as well, I think. Yeah, I, I think. Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Like Whaleberg. Nice. Anyway, he said, he said um, I don't know when he said this, but if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went down like it did. There would have been a lot of blood in that first class cabin. Oh, Jesus. He later apologised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh. But... Um, Yes, that is Don't fuck one. Don't with Mark Wahlberg. A, well, I think fuck with Mark Wahlberg yeah. because it is one in a fairly lengthy list of shitty things that he's said and done. Oh, really? Like he, yeah, he beat up a guy for being Asian. Oh God! Um, like just for being Asian. Oh. Um, I know, I'm leaving up quite a bit of context to that. Um, I don't but think that's we need th- the no, I don't think so either. That is that is the upshot of what happened. Yeah. Um, Marky Mark, not get your shit together. Man. Not the Mark in in Private Ryan. Is there a Mark in Private Ryan? Oh, uh, well, oh, Ma- oh no, Ma- sorry, Matt. Matt there's a Matt. <laughs> Double M, say. two M's. <laughs> there might be a Mark. M A, M A, M A. Yeah, there might yeah. be a Mark in yeah. there, thrown in there somewhere. Yeah, Meghan Markle maybe. Oh God. Uh, Mark Antony yeah. from Julius Caesar times. Yeah, what other famous marks are there? Uh, Markiplier. Mark- <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. They <laughs> were saving Private Ryan. <laughs> On the beaches. Oh, screaming. Chica. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you hear about that OnlyFans shirt with Markiplier? Yeah. I think it's a power move, it to be honest. It is such a power move. Um, do you want to explain to our listeners who <laughs> may not know? Of course I will. Yep. Um, for the uninitiated, uh, Markiplier <laughs> is a gaming YouTuber who has been synonymous with the YouTube gaming, uh, yeah. I don't know, ethos yeah. <laughs> um, since probably the beginning of YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and he, as a cunning marketing ploy mm. to get some of his like shows and podcasts and one of his mum's documentaries that was coming out, yeah. um, success, he promises that if he, his fans uh, watch it enough times to get it like really high in the listing charts for various different streaming yeah. sites, um, he'll start an OnlyFans. Which is a um, big dick. Has he? Um, he's in the process of starting it. Oh, I think he's waiting. Fucking f- legend. He was like, I think there's one, th- one of his podcasts hasn't um, got yeah. to number one yet on Apple Music. 
So he's like, if you do that, and if you watch my mum's new movie that's yeah. coming out, I'll make an OnlyFans. And, man. God damn. Imagine having fans horny enough mm. to do that. Uh, that yeah. would be... I mean, look at him. He's gorgeous. He is a gorgeous man. Gorgeous So, man. listeners to But It's a Classic, uh, you know what to do. Yeah. Sign up to Markiplier's uh, podcasts mm. and get them to number one. <laughs> well, and you can see the man we're talking about. Isn't he so grateful yeah. that two British <laughs> kids in their 20s are <laughs> repping his OnlyFans um, in, in de- yeah. endeavors? I d- endeavors. I... I was um, going to promote our podcast, but we actually haven't got any incentive. No. Um, I mean, I'm not starting caliber. any fans, so... Tell you what, if everyone no. starts... No, 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 and, and Markiplier if, will start an OnlyFans. We're not even involved. No. If you get us to number one, Markiplier will start an OnlyFans. It would be like a like an anatomically correct like model, and we've just stuck a picture of Markiplier. <laughs> yeah, over we the just head. photoshopped yeah. it, and it's like it's not quite convincing enough. Mm. Um, I mean, that's what yeah. all of Twitter was doing. It's like Markiplier yeah. OnlyFans leaked, and it would be like a nude male model that they've like photoshopped his face <laughs> onto. Rodan's thinker kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And like the comments would be like, "Oh, I mm. thought it'd be bigger," and shit like that, <laughs> which is just mean. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, enough about Markiplier's yeah. penis. Um, enough about Markiplier. Enough about We've it. We've spoken enough about We've Markiplier's whole, penis. I mean, God, I, ho- yeah. I hope it's only been like five minutes speaking about a man's genitals. <laughs> I, don't even, I hope it's not even been that much. Can you imagine, like, we look at this, like, the little bar <laughs> at and the way it's been forward. 30 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we just don't do a second half. No, no. <laughs> the outro <laughs> music like, comes yeah, in. I... <laughs> the clicking. <laughs> I might put the like the the in there just for a laugh, <laughs> yeah, just to like fuck funny. with people. I don't know if I'm actually going to do that. Please continue talking about That's saving right. private browsing. <laughs> God damn it! Um, <laughs> so I, when I was thinking about why this film should be on the podcast, mm. I mean, obviously, big box office smash here. It's Steven mm. Spielberg. Um, is it Spielberg? It is Steven Spielberg. Oh. Um, he got an Oscar for Best Director for this film. Nice. In the 1999 Oscars. Well done, Stephen. Yeah, well done, Stephen. Um, <laughs> I am sometimes at odds with Steven Spielberg's directing style. Mm. I've talked about Steven Spielberg's schmaltz Yeah, before. the Spielberg schmaltz. There's a lot of this in there. Yeah, here, is that. Which is coupled with American patriotism as well. Uh-oh. I feel like um, <laughs> there's a bit at the end. It's not... Mm, no, I'll leave it. But there's a very much a kind of moment where he almost wanted everyone in the audience to stand up and fucking salute the flag at the end. (laughs) It's very patriotic. Jeez. But it also is one of, in my opinion, the best war film examples that show the kind of brutality of war. Interesting. Um, A lot of people talk about the first opening 20 minutes Mm. of the film as one of the most kind of pivotal moments in Western cinema history. Wow. Just because of like how brutal and amazing it is. Yeah. Um, it starts with um, American troops landing on Omaha Beach yeah. um, to start the D-Day operations. And mm. um, they're like in these tiny little boats and it's literally the little the doors, or lack of a be- other word for boat doors, doors don't have boats. It's the thing that lets you get out. Those open <laughs> up and it's just carnage from the minute because yeah. it's just yeah, German yeah. little... Like machine gun turrets, 
Um, all German, over little men. Little, well, they, some of them might have been yeah. a bit little. <laughs> so, sorry, Karen. It's just brutal. Like yeah. they use bits of um, like animal meat to like simulate like uh, oh, bullets shit. going into the thing. Mm-hmm. They use oh amputee actors in yeah. sections just to kind of. It's it's so. Fuck, and apparently, like Spielberg. Were the, were, the, were the actors amputees before they signed on for this movie? <laughs> you must become <laughs> you, you, we're going, we, get, we only got one take. Yeah. We only got one take I of would this. hope they were amputees before the film started. Yeah, okay. That's a very insensitive joke to make. I apologise. That's all right. Sorry. <laughs> continue. Um, yeah, apparently, mm. I don't know if this is like film rumours or whatever, but mm. when shooting that scene, um, Spielberg didn't like tell the cameramen where to go exactly. So they're like, wow. he didn't like direct them as to where to film. Wow. Okay. So like, this is camera like whipping around all over yeah. the place um, with carnage fucking everywhere. Yeah. So the hyperrealism of Private Ryan is very crucial mm. when looking at it, especially in terms of its classic qualities. Yeah. Um, and I'd say, I, I really like this film. Mm. It is quite long. Okay. Uh, so prepare yourself. I think we can. I think we can. I mean, you sat take through, one for the team. You mean you sat through Solaris? I yesterday. did sit through Solaris yesterday um, for our uh, module with the illustrious David Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed Solaris. I will say I was very sleepy yesterday yeah. and did have trouble keeping my eyes open, which sucked because it was subtitled yes. from Russian, yes. um, which you can't even really do with context, uh, or well, I can't at least. Um, it was a good film. It was a very yeah. good film. I, I I will watch it. I think yeah. I was just in a similar boat of. Yes. In fact, I I did fall asleep not because <laughs> I found the film boring, but because yeah. it was a Friday night. Yes. I was comfy. Um, and those lecture chairs, ooh, they just they just <laughs> dig into your back in a way that makes you really fucking sleepy. Um, <laughs> they, yeah, they dig into a back. Makes you makes me less sleepy, more just like unconscious. Yeah, like yeah, it does the kind that, of judo yeah. sort of judo chop. Yeah. Um, well, it's for me. It was just the Tarkovsky, and now the lights have gone out completely. Yeah, wonderful news. Brilliant. I think we might have to cut this. I now think. I think potentially. I yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, well, we can. We can start the. We can start the movie in a That's second. That's true. After yeah, this. we can. Um, We're just I was going to say dark. Tarkovsky lingers a lot on shots that one may not feel the urge to linger on mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, and I'm assuming that with a war film, mm, that's not going to happen as much. Yeah. So I'm very excited Me too. for saving Private Ryan.jpg. Let's save him. Yeah, let's save him. Woo, let's I'm control okay, turn the lights on. Great, amazing. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later. And we're back. We saved Ryan. God save the Queen. Yeah. That made me really happy to be English. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, Ryan was saved. Ryan was saved. Ryan was saved. Ryan was an old man. Ryan was an old man. Not the whole time. No, flashback. I I mean the most incredible thing was the effects. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Mm -hmm. man. Like even just starting with Matt Damon as uh, a, a bloated uh, yeah. Jowly man mm-hmm. uh, with a receding hairline during the present day. During he yeah, was in the present day. Graves. Yeah, um, but then also there was that one bit um, 
I think it was in the, the first like 20 minute sequence that mm -hmm. you were talking about uh, where Tom Hanks turns to his mate and goes, hey, can we can we move in on that? And the guy just has a massive fucking crater yeah. in his face. Like nothing Like he's there. got no face. It's just, yeah. It's so cool. It, it, like horrifying, objectively. Yeah. And there's a bit where a guy with no arm picks up his arm and he best, runs on in. It's one of my favorites. Like with no shots. gun. It's one of my favorite shots in all yeah. of movies. The yeah. fact that like your brain has completely deteriorated yeah. to the point where shit, where's my arm gone? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, like. Nothing, mm. nothing is going to be done for that arm. Yeah, it's exactly. just the losing yourself. It's that yeah. kind of rational thinking all goes out the window. It's yeah. such a like a beautifully effective uh, scene. They recreate it in a South Park episode, which I find really funny. Do they? Yeah, <laughs> just so dumb. Oh, it's the Jesus. Candyland episode. Did you ever watch? Uh, you ever I, watch I used to watch South Park. Um, I I kind of stopped. It's not really yeah. my style of humor. It's anymore, like the really Candyland think. saga that they did. Oh, I right. can't remember whose world it was. It was either Cartman's or like Kyle's. Yeah. And they recreate that scene where like a bomb goes off and you get like the tinnitus oh, yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can like see like this like Candyland creature like pick up its like candy arm oh, in the geez. recreation shot for Saving Fucking Private Ryan. Hell. Anyway, yeah. Seven Private Ryan. What do you think? Traumatic. Yeah, like, you see what I mean about those yeah. first 20 minutes. Fuck me. Mm -hmm. I mean, incredible. Mm. Really, really good. Um, and really, I won't say like beautifully written, but there were some like really kind of touching and hard hitting moments. Yeah. I think all the characters were really well put together. A lot of them did kind of blend together. Mm -hmm. And I think it was fairly clear um, that a couple of them were just going to die. Oh, definitely. At various yeah. points, like Vin Diesel. Um, yeah, Vin Diesel. He's gonna. He's gonna die, isn't mm. he? And also, um, I think the sniper. Um, objectively, yeah. cool character. Um, fucking sick character with his shot through someone's scope into their which eye, which is so sick. Which is fucking That's dope awesome. as hell, dude. Yeah. Um, but then. Obviously, his hubris will be his undoing. Well, I remember you know? there was like three instances where you're like, "Oh, he's going to die. He's yes. going to die now. Yeah. He's going to die." Mm -hmm. um, um, and, and then he did. He did. And yeah. then he did in uh, quite a fucking horrific way. Yeah. Like looking down the scope of his sniper uh, rifle to see the cannon of a tank uh, lift up. Which to shoot man, you. tanks are fucking scary. Tanks are terrifying. Tanks are scary. Oh, it's, I, I, I oh, there's a what I don't know. I feel like people that kind of. Are obsessed with World War II history are a little bit weird sometimes. Well, losers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not in a kind of it's a boring thing because I think right. it's fascinating. Yeah. But there is so much history mm. that loads of people look at like World War II specifically. Mm. I'm one of those people a little bit. Um, <laughs> I do I do enjoy all history, yeah. but like World War II specifically mm. and World War II films, mm. I find fascinating. Yeah. They're so cool, and it's definitely my dad to blame because he's very into them mm. as well. Like, if it was mother daughter, um, mother father, no, no, daughter father <laughs> bonding day, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. We'd be probably going to the Imperial War Museum. Yeah. Which mm. is a sick day out, by the way. Mm, it is, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I do think, like, while the history is fascinating, mm. there's a time and a place. Yeah. There's a time and a place for it. Uh, case in point. <laughs> A lot of the people that I went to school with, namely the straight white uh, lads, lads, Jeremy Clarkson, oh, Ray yes. William Johnson, history boys, 
Um, Ray William Jones. Yeah, well, yeah, there was... <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah. that's the kind of, like... Um, oh, I'm going to say a slur, but it's funny. Sure. You know? Um, so, yeah, a lot of them uh, kind of took on uh, history as a personality yes, trait. definitely. And it was very interesting hearing about how some of them... I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. How some of them, yeah, how Mm. some of them have adapted to university life, Mm. and the fact that typically when you're chatting up a woman, they don't really care about Operation Overlord. Speak for yourself. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I say typically. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, but I think this—it's tricky to know what exactly you can define as glamorization mm-hmm. um i think yeah i what's your kind of view on wartime war movie glamorization it's a really difficult one because yeah. a lot of some of the best well-known films in american history talk mm. about the glamorization and american savior complex yeah yeah, yeah saving yeah. private ryan has it mm. a bit quite yeah. a lot towards the end of the film. It gets yes. more patriotic as it goes on. Mm. Um, how do I feel about it? I agree. T- there is a time and place, not only for people that talk about it, but also a time and place for when these movies are made. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. Because I think if you think about the movies that were being made during the war, about mm. the war, they were yeah. completely glamorizing it. Oh, absolutely. As a form of propaganda. Yeah, to get people to sign up. Yeah, so I think... There are loads that still do that, and I do think that sometimes it's okay because it it raises morale, and as much as I think that people can weaponize films to create this false sense of happiness surrounding national identity, Mm. I do sometimes think that that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, Mm. you're just going to get horrifically depressing films... (laughs) About the realities yeah, of all, absolutely, which is, absolutely. you should technically have if you yeah. want to be completely truthful. Mm. But at the same time, you've got to, there, some of these people are still alive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've got to kind of yeah. boost up a little bit. Yeah. Private Ryan does it well Yes, I think. I think so. I think, because um, definitely in this, it doesn't, it certainly portrays the people that we follow as the good guys yes. who are doing the right thing. Um, but it doesn't shy away from the fact that they didn't always do the right thing and yep. there are a lot of grey areas. I think um, the thing that always gets me with the Seven Private Ryan mm. is because it is about D-Day, um, it, it does... I think this is Steven Spielberg on purpose doing this. Mm. He does tend to gloss over everything that all of the other Allied powers... Yeah. Did. It's very American. Yeah. And yes, America played a very pivotal role in it. Yeah. But the bit that always stands out to me, which is so factually inaccurate, and I didn't want to talk about it in the podcast oh, um, yeah. while we were watching it, um, is so in the opening sequence when they're all in these little um, little boats, mm. um, there's a guy that is piloting one of the boats that's yeah. dropping off the battalion, um, the battalions. Mm. And he kind of says like, "We're landing in thirty seconds or something." Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. It's, yes, it's I a do, very yeah. small shot. Yeah, yeah. And he's American. Right. They were British um, naval oh. like volunteers that were basically responsible for driving these ships and kind oh. of just got shot to shit because they weren't wearing anything protective. Fuck. 
um, Bert Spielberg yeah. would have known that because of how much he's how many how, how far he tried to make the film as historically accurate as possible. Yeah, that decision to change it to an mm. American really says a lot about yeah, that's weird. the American psyche. Exactly, and also, you know, you can say, oh, it, he didn't know or he didn't realize, but when. And you brought up, um, while we were watching it, this very interesting scene where two uh, people come out, when they take the beach mm-hmm. in the opening scene, yeah. uh, two people come out uh, with their hands up, mm. um, speaking a language that is not German. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure what language it was. Phoebe revealed, was it Czech? Czech? Yeah, it's yeah, Czech. Um, and the American soldiers shoot them anyway mm-hmm. because... You know, they don't know what German sounds like. Yeah, but they're, um, they're just like, we don't know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but also, they had they their would, hands they would, up. Yeah, which they is had their hands Geneva up. Anyway. Absolutely. There's a lot of war crime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and did you say they were dressed up as German soldiers? Yes. Yeah, so during that area of the war, because it's 1944 and. Yeah like Hitler's kind of losing it at this point um, <laughs> mentally and also and also it being the war and it yeah. in the war itself yeah. um, <laughs> the Germans used um, mm. Czech uh, prisoner of war camp Jesus. Uh, captured soldiers and yeah. made them fight for the Germans oh, hence why they would have been in German uniforms yeah. so I think the translation is I think you can find it online is yeah. don't shoot we're not German we're not oh, German God. don't shoot um, and yeah, then they just get shot to shit by the Americans, and then the Americans um, <laughs> go through their personal belongings. Yeah. Like there's a bit afterwards where they're like, "What were they saying?" It's like, "I don't know," but they've got shit on <laughs> oh, them. Oh god! It's just Tom Hanks looking on. Yeah. In horror. It's yeah, and I do think that because um, you you were saying what was the phrase that your dad had about Tom Hanks in films? Oh, it's all gonna be okay. Yeah, if Tom Hanks is in a film, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, all going to be, be okay. okay. And it's I true. do, yeah, I do. It's a comforting aura. Yeah, I, I do think that is accurate. But I think it would. I, I don't know at what stage in Tom Hanks's career this film falls. Like relatively, like this was yeah. after Forrest Gump. Yeah, so, so he is still like pretty beloved oh, at this point. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it would have been easy for them to fall back on him being. Uh, you know, the kind of peace bringer. Mm. Uh, he doesn't kill anyone. Nobody dies because of him. He's the guy who sacrifices himself to save the others. And he's what Americans should strive to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they don't do that. And they kind of fuck with his morality a yeah. little bit, which is actually really effective, I think. Yeah, because I that's, you know, he is trying to be good, mm-hmm. but he is still a human who is fallible and who is driven by emotions a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. And riddled with PTSD. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I think the fact that he's not a kind of monolith of good is really... I don't know, talking about glamorization, it doesn't sugarcoat what people did and what people had to do and mm-hmm. what certain factors drove people to do bad yeah, things. Definitely. Um so yeah, I think it's on that topic the the arc of the 
little guy who mm. speaks French and German. The translator. Yeah, yeah. the translator. Who, like, name. technically had no prior experience to fucking holding a gun or firing yeah, no, absolutely. at that point. Um, I think his name was Corporal Upham. 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 Yeah, Upham. Yeah. Mm, insensitive to be laughing, maybe. But um, his whole arc with... He is the one who lets the German guy who kills... Uh, Wade, yes. the uh, medic, uh, he's the guy who lets the German guy go. Mm. Uh, and then a German guy lets him go yeah. on the stairs after he fails to um, get up in time. Or at all, in fact. Symbolism. To, yeah, symbolism. And then when the German guy who killed Wade comes back... To uh, kill Tom Hanks. To, yeah, to kill Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Fucking shoots him. Right. But then lets the others go or... Yeah. or Ushers them away to round up the others or yeah, something. Probably to become prisoners of war. Yeah, potentially. Um, Doesn't. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because that is such a muddy set of um, you know moral quandaries. That like, whole section with um, the fallout of the German guy killing Wade yeah. just is so. Um, it, it just really shows how much these German troops really don't like the regime that they're under. Yeah. Like him talking about mm. Steamboat Willie and stuff. Yeah. And like, Mickey, yeah. I know Mickey Mouse, I know Betty Boot. I love yeah. American culture. But it's, it's you know. fascinating. I, I don't know if this um, came across to you, uh, or maybe I interpreted it in a different way. I don't know. Um, but it seemed like as soon as the other American... For anybody who doesn't know the scene we're talking about, it's uh, the... It's Upham and the... Uh, German guy um, Upham's meant to be supervising him as mm-hmm. he's digging a grave for yeah. the soldiers he killed um, and they're having a cigarette and then as soon as the other members of the squad um, come round he gets back to it, he stubs out the cig mm. um, and he starts kind of pleading for his life it kind of I don't know it f- certainly felt like the other members of the squad didn't believe him Mm. and were kind of under the impression that he was just saying stuff yeah. to save his own skin. Um, and I think it's... I don't know, it, it kind of throws away some of the faith that you might have had in mm. the the idea that that guy may have been good deep down, but Interesting. with the fact that he shows up again later to kill... Um, was it the to- same guy? I, yeah, so the guy. I, I'm pretty sure the guy who Upham lets go. Yeah. It, I'm for context viewers, listeners, whatever. I am notoriously shite with faces, um, so I may be completely misremembering this. No, I think you're I right. I think the guy that Upham lets go is the guy who he shoots in the chest. Oh. At the end of the film. Oh, that's why he said Upham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it is. Oh, I fuck. Think, I didn't make that connection. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting mm. thing to have, you know, this guy who potentially doesn't believe in the cause that he's being forced to fight for um, going out and then returning mm. to finish what he started. Here's the thing, though. I I genuinely believe in the kind of moral ambiguity of all of these characters, mm. regardless yeah, of absolutely. whether they're part, fighting for the Axis or fighting for the Allies. Yeah, of course. I, I don't see him as being an evil 
car- not not Abe is not the right word. I don't mm. see him as being a character that's like coming back to finish the job. I no, I see course. him as a soldier. Yes, if anything, definitely. And I think in those moments of Upham and him sharing a cigarette, yeah. that's kind of like that first sign of compassion. Yeah, he's probably got yeah, even from his own side. Definitely. The the I don't know. It, it just I think if the situation was reversed mm. and it was one of our troops in the yeah. same position. War is war, baby. The yeah, fact that absolutely. you saved me earlier don't mean mm. shit, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I do see him as just yeah, like an no, definitely, in definitely. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that he's evil or anything, but oh, God, no. I think it's interesting that the film throws into question further what his moral standing might yeah, be. Yeah, definitely. Because um, there's the question then of did he? Well, the order that he was given actually by. Um, by uh, the American troops, translated by Upham, was to turn himself into the first Allied brigade he finds. Mm. Oh yeah, and yeah. someone else says, "Oh, well, he's probably just going to go find his mates mm. and then join back up again, but be put back into circulation." So, to be fair, I wouldn't turn myself over to be a prisoner no. of war. I think, I, I think that's a fair point, but. Yeah. It again complicates it by asking the question: Did he voluntarily go back into service? Mm-hmm. Did he? Or he just get picked up? Did he get forced to go back in? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Um, it's not. It wouldn't actually be the worst to be a prisoner of war. Um, no. In in a prisoner of war camp, like I think, I can't say for the mm. Americans necessarily, but I know that the British did treat the Germans quite well, and yeah. vice versa with the yeah. Germans treating the British well. It was the Japanese prisoner of war camps he had to worry about, but yeah. that was. All the way over. Yeah. But those are the funky yeah. ones. <laughs> they still have I think, the podcast I think, for. Yeah, generally being Thanks a prisoner of war, not fantastic well, on the whole. You say that it wasn't it wasn't like awful. Like it, it, it wasn't mm. the conditions of you're constantly like handcuffed yeah. every day. You're mainly yeah. just given a cabin and you live yeah. with your mates. It's just being like a regular prisoner, I suppose, to an extent. Kind, yeah, kinda. Like yeah. obviously with Geneva, yeah. they couldn't be hor- horribly like yeah. um, torturous mm. and stuff to them. Mm. Then again, hey, another movie which probably watches The Great Escape. Yes, yeah, um, and also it's good. in in reference to the Geneva Convention. Mm. Uh, what we were saying earlier, there's a lot of war crime. Oh god, there's completely. a lot of war crime, yeah, yeah. and you definitely get the sense that, like, oh, the rules are all well and good, but mm. when you're actually there, yeah. And you have to make a decision in the moment. And it's it's not as easy as, well. as that. Absolutely. It's like, Absolutely. oh, first person I get to kill, regardless of their moral yeah. compass. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a kind of fuck you to the war in general. Mm. It's so good. I really like yeah. this film. It's a fucking cracking mm. film. Did you feel Man. the? Did you feel the length at all? Because it is um, like two hours thirty. I think. Yes and no. I think mm. yes and no. It's. It is a very well structured film i think i don't i don't know i don't know there are bits that i think one could cut mm. and you know get the same effect at the end um but also it's you were saying it's a dramatization of a real <clears throat> excuse me a real story isn't it um, so just did a quick Google because that's quite mm. a big assumption to make. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whilst much of the movie is a fictional account, the premise yeah. behind Captain Miller's mission is based on a true story. That wow. of the Nilland brothers. 
So it wasn't oh, the Ryans, it was oh. the Nilans. Saving Private um, Nyland. Nyland, yeah, Nyland, yeah. not Nyland. Well, I mean, um, it sounds similar. I think prob- it probably is <coughs> Nyland because it's only one L. Ah, I see, yeah. English. Yeah. <laughs> um, Edward Preston, Robert and Frederick mm. from Tonawanda, New York. Good Lord. Yeah. The Not two Iowa, middle, then. No. Oh. The two middle brothers, Preston and Robert, had enlisted prior to the beginning of the war. So, not not the South. Um, yeah. Not Ryan. But yeah. that, that in itself is interesting, mm. that they change it to a kind of country bumpkin yeah. boy. Because yeah. I guess, I don't know, what's more American than a, than a you know... Than a, than a religious boy from the south, you know what I mean? Like better yeah, than a fucking yeah. New Yorker. You know? uh, yeah, definitely. And also, I think if you're from New York, mm. um, you're gonna know quite a few of the other people from True. New York, yeah. uh, which I suppose lends itself to the mistaken identity point. Mm. Which I hate to say, I found that quite funny. It was very funny. Um, it, that was like uh, Nathan Fillion, who yeah. played uh, the not Ryan Ryan. Mm. Um, which all star fucking cast? It is all star cast in a lot this of movie. Careers. I yeah. believe it was um, Vin Diesel's one of his first. Yeah, like, I mean, ever. and the, not insane. Ben Affleck. In, yeah, not Ben <laughs> Affleck, but Brian Cranston was in like two scenes. Yeah, I know. Uh, with only one arm. The man that knocks. Yeah, with one arm. With you one said arm. yeah. That was a good joke. I like <laughs> Thank that you. one. Um, yeah, it was oh, a lot of very talented people, and mm. Matt Damon as well. Um, I don't know again how early in his career probably it was. one of his first yeah. maybe that and like the talented mm. Mr Ripley which is yeah 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 um, but yes he he played a fucking blinder I'd posit um, him as probably our age to be fair wow maybe like I don't know 23 which I mean, when that's... the older you get and the more you see young actors you're like yeah. oh shit I could be doing that right now. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean yeah like um, I think I'm pretty sure I must have said on the podcast already, Billie Eilish is like a few months younger than me. Like she was mm-hmm. born in 2001 as well. Yeah. Um, how dare she? Well, she's... Um, how dare she be she, more successful than me? I think she's younger than me. Yeah. Which is mad. Yeah. Like only by mm. like a month or yeah, so. Yeah, she was born at the end of 2001. Which yeah, like... Well, that, only by two months. Her. Yeah. Fuck and Billie Eilish. All my homies hate Billie Eilish. That and like Millie Bobby Brown is younger than yeah. both, and, than us. Finn Wolfhard Finn too? Finn Wolfhard, yeah. What the or fuck? isn't... I think Finn Wolfhard is... My age? No, no. The one he's got to be younger. Luke, the one who plays Lucas is my age. Lucas in Stranger Things. Yeah, I've only. Oh right, 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 right. So he's. I think he's actually. I've only seen one season of Stranger. I know um, Gutten or Gaten Matarazzo plays um, the. He's got. Oh God, I forget the the name of his. Yeah, curly hair. Dustin. That's it. I forget Mm -hmm. the name of the condition he has. Um, but I recognise him and Finn Wolfhard mm. um, because he's appeared on Super Mega, ah, which, nice. <laughs> which is a fun yeah, little Yeah, and Finn was on YouTube Game Brunts, like. wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, fuck people who are younger than us yeah. um, and more successful. Matt Damon gets a pass because... It's Matt Damon. This, uh, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> and also, this was released in, what, 98, do you say? Yeah, 98. Yeah. Um, so I think fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Damn, dude. This is a big fucking movie. It's, it is chunky. It is terrifying as well. Like, I know we mentioned tanks being scary earlier, but mm-hmm. god damn. Mm-hmm. God damn. I don't think I've seen... A, not that I've seen a massive number of war films, yeah. but this one really puts the fear of God in you in terms of 
Tanks are fucking terrifying. If you want a truly terrifying one, yeah. um, oh god, it's probably like twenty fifteen. Is a uh, Fury? F- is that the Brad Pitt one? Oh, yeah, and that's all. Wow. I mean, that's about a tank, a, a tank, right? And he's inside the tank with like yeah. his crew. Yeah. Oh sweet Jesus Lord, heaven above! Yeah. It is. I would say that Fury for me has a lasting, a, a bigger impact. For me, than Saving Private Ryan in terms really? of the kind of brutality. Wow. Yeah, it's not a spoiler, but um, there's a there's a kind of new kid that's just been drafted, mm. um, and put under the uh, supervision of the Brad Pitt character, mm. um, and as a way of toughening him up, they have a uh, German soldier who surrendered. Yeah. And Brad Pitt gives him a gun and goes shoot him, Jesus. like, and the guy's like begging and pleading, like literally, like just like on his knees, like you know, just yeah. speaking German stuff, and Brad Pitt's like, no, fucking shoot him. Yeah. If you want to be hard, fucking shoot him. Jesus. And the kid doesn't, so Brad Pitt yeah. just like takes it and fucking shoots him instead. Yeah. It's 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 a brutal, brutal film. Jesus. And it has um Shane from Walking Dead in it. Who does the Punisher? I thought you were gonna say Shane Dawson. Not sure. I was <laughs> Can you say, imagine? Fucking where? Where is Shane Dawson in Fury? <laughs> Name one part that is right for him. Hey, what's up you guys? Who <laughs> <laughs> God, oh god, imagine. I hate Shane Dawson. Disgusting. Strange um, man. He's a very strange man. He's a YouTuber, man. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who doesn't a, know. A cancelled YouTuber. Yes, 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 yes. Um, no, I think because Fury, obviously, the the protagonists are in a tank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what Saving Private Ryan does really well is make tanks the kind of final boss. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. By having two, no, four. Two massive tanks and two slightly smaller yeah, ones. Two with tigers and then two, two other ones. Panzers, I <laughs> panzers. believe. Yeah, two leopards. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two house cats. My pans are falling down. Um, yeah. I And they've got like an open back and it looks like a convertible. Oh, it's um, so fun. Yeah. I think it does very well making those the final boss. And ha- there's that one shot in particular where Upham is... Uh, hiding behind a corner mm. um, and to the side of him like to the right mm. there's a shot of the tank just kind of cresting oh. over the hill with like 10 odds German soldiers yeah. rushing in behind it is fucking terrifying it's that in the bit where the Tom Hanks character who's name like it? Miller, Miller. Miller. Yeah, it's Miller. Miller and Ryan are like yeah. By a kind of a raised bit of dirt, yeah, and then the t- you can totally see like the underbelly oh, of the tank's wheels God, going yeah. over the thing and they have about to, get to out crush from them. It. Oh, oh, it's good. I, yeah. oh, I love all because <laughs> it's it's they are these kind of horrible, colossus-looking fucking death robots that mm-hmm. are built to kill you, and I think the the kind of futility, well the. <laughs> The futility of Tom Hanks trying to take out a tank with a handgun has become a meme because that's how futile it is. And thank God a fucking Spitfire comes in, nukes it. Mm. Not nukes it, uh, blows it up. Mm. Um, Not to be a sucker for the laws of World War II, but I don't think they were Spitfires. I think they're American. Oh, okay. My apologies, sorry. That's all right. Not to correct you. (laughs) No, that's absolutely fine. It's only because someone said Spitfire. I I know, I said said Spitfire in the screen. It's like, wait, no, that's not Spitfire. Spitfire on the brain. I love Spitfires. So so you mentioned uh, other war films in relation to Saving Private Ryan in Mm. terms of 
because you you love your war films. Yeah. You like your war films. Where would this rank for you in terms of your favourite war films, but also the war films that have had the biggest effect on you? Because I don't mm. think I don't think there's a war film you can come out of having not felt anything. So I couldn't remember the name because um, I watched the sub version, so without the English right. translation of the yeah. title. Um, Come and See, which is a 1985 German slash Russian war film right. about a kind of young boy soldier, um, and it's oh, just. Boy. It, it is one of the most brutal yeah. war films I've ever seen, purely for the kind of psychological impact and because you're viewing it through a child's eyes as well. Mm. Um, like the shit that that kid sees is fucking dire. Like it, it's happening yeah. in Russia during the war, which for all those who know, if you were in Russia during World War II, you are fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you were in Russia... During World War Two, you were fucked. How? Yeah, how, do you how are you listening? Like the, the oh, Russian soldiers Jesus. went through absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So that. So okay. yeah, come and see is probably the most brutal. Yeah. But in terms of like Western films, mm. like Fury was really intense. Yeah. Um, I think Private Ryan for me is, it, it's got those kind of lovable rogues. Yeah. Which makes it less distressing. Yeah. Also, Tom Hanks, everything's going to be okay. Mm. If it didn't yeah. have Tom Hanks in it, I think it would have <laughs> been... Very different film. Yeah, exactly. Because he's America's sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. But mm. my favourite war film is probably Platoon, which is Vietnam. Ah, okay. Willem Dafoe, yeah. uh, who I love. Oh, I love Willem Dafoe. And it's, it's, very, um, it's very theatrical. Mm. I wouldn't say it, it neither glamorises nor vilifies war. Yeah. But it, it's, it's just kind of campy. <laughs> but in a serious way. Right. <laughs> serious campaign. Serious campaign. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, do you know, that's probably the way to go about doing it, mm. isn't it? Because, like, it's interesting that any war film made during wartime, mm-hmm. not any, this is a sweeping generalization, and probably there are so many that this doesn't apply to, mm. but a lot of them that are made during. Uh, a period of time where the country of origin is at war Mm -hmm. they are made to encourage the people of that country to enlist and take part whereas war films a lot of them today uh, the ones that are made outside of wartime are designed for the rest of the world as well Mm -hmm. in order to convince them not to yeah um and it's tricky because I think you could kind of make the case for Saving Private Ryan either way. I agree. Which, yeah. again, it, it muddies the morality a lot because... It depends who you are. Yeah, I think, definitely, I, definitely. I think maybe your intelligence is incorrect thing to say where your moral code lies. Yeah. Like, if you were an American, maybe mm. an American Republican... In a southern state, yeah, and you were a yeah. man, um, and you weren't part of a marginalized community, mm. you'd probably be like, "Fuck yeah, mm. America! Look at yeah. all, the, look how cool we are." Yeah, and also your like priorities yeah. as well, I suppose, like where you, like whether you value your own role within your community or whether you value the community as a whole mm. and you are just a small part of that. Definitely. Because um, I think definitely um, 
there's the you're right in saying the the lovable rogues mm. thing uh there's all those scenes of you know the brotherhood between them and they're these band, band of misfits that are thrown together and they start off friend, not friends but then mm-hmm, they're friends mm-hmm. by the end of it and they're all like ah oh, I, I love this guy I'm gonna say something vaguely homoerotic and it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be water you. under the bridge because we're <laughs> men and we're gonna smoke a cigarette together and have some kind of unspoken bond and share each other's eaten gum yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that <laughs> that was one of the bits that stressed me out the most. Someone takes, yeah. someone says to another guy, "You got any? You got any of that gum?" And he just takes a massive chunk out of the gum that he's chewing and just mm-hmm. pops it in the in other the guy's mouth. mouth. Ugh, I don't know if he pops it in the guy's mouth for him or the guy pops it in his I own mouth. Remember. But either way, I, either way, no bueno, <laughs> no bueno. We don't like that. What's fascinating with that kind of the war genre thing mm. i'd say for american films we, we're going more into the newer war films like stuff about the middle east for yeah, the american films. yeah but with british war films i do think that there is a market that still caters towards the the back in my day during World yeah War II the movies. valorization there is yeah. always without fail at least one slightly low budget like British made probably Channel 4 original uh, <laughs> war film that comes out yeah. so like last year it was Operation Mincemeat I don't know if you saw any of the promotional material yeah for that. I did I did and I think Operation Mincemeat is a very interesting one mm-hmm. to do a war film about because that's much more on the kind of espionage I'd say yeah yeah it's it's, it's mm. is it a good film no <laughs> It's a good. It's a fucking good story. I mean, though. it's an amazing story. It's, isn't that the? I may have got this wrong. It's the the homeless guy. Yes. Who they dressed up like an officer. They put him in the sea and they put like important documents. Fake documents. Yeah. yeah. It's and really they tricked uh, the enemy forces into assembling at the wrong place. Mm-hmm. They took him by surprise. I, I don't know. Exactly no, that, that's what exactly happened, it. But, um, um, it. So it's 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 a funny. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, bloody hell, do you remember when we did that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. um, and it's got fucking Colin Firth in it, but then they throw yeah. in this stupid love triangle because they have to have a woman in it. Yeah. It's like, this is the thing with some of these war films is that because of the kind yeah. of woke wokeism, mm. not a bad thing, just preferencing, right. um, of nowadays, uh, there are so many film directors that are con- and writers that are conscious about the fact that when you do a World War II film, yeah. it's mainly going to be white me- dudes. Yes. So yes. they do. They create these female characters, but then they don't mm. bother to give them any personality or plot other than yep. love relationships. Yep. So I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen the um, trailers or anything for the SAS series that's on BBC at the moment. I've seen them. Uh, I've, I've skipped after five seconds at the start of a YouTube video. Okay. Well, that, well uh, that's so, good enough. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is yeah. fascinating. And mm. I think it's very polarizing because I've been watching it. I watched a little bit with my parents. Yeah. And my dad seems to quite enjoy it. And my mum doesn't as much. Mm. I'm in the middle because it's one of the few that I've seen for a while. It, for anyone who doesn't know, the SAS mm. is um, Special Air Services. And they right. were basically a group of posh public school boys yeah. that tried that convinced generals to let them start this uh, specialized group yeah. who would go into enemy territory and mm. were given the right to shoot them like mm. without any kind of like 
yeah. Geneva involved. Yeah. Um, and it is kind. It's very glamorizing, and yeah. it's also this idea of if you're charismatic, and if you come mm. from good money, and if you're a white boy. Um, with a private education, you're going to like be able to get on in yes. life. Um, yes. And so all of these characters are very much like that, with the exception of a few, like there's a kind of stereotypical Irish boxer character. <laughs> you got to have one. you got to have you one. you got to have a Bronson. But it's, Bronson's um, not Irish. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he's just a boxer. But it's fascinating because... Mm. There's loads of people that are thinking this is amazing. It's blokey. Yeah, it's yeah. men having fun. Look at them go. They're <laughs> What's about better to than that? Shag guys... a bunch of women. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're going to shoot up guys some being dudes. <laughs> yeah, like it's there's that yeah. angle. But then there's also, po- but that's juxtaposing with the other mm. people that have watched it, kind of like myself and my mum, who were like, "This is a bunch of posh wankers." Yeah, this is satire. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're, they're clearly making fun of these wankers yeah. because look at them. They're so incompetent. Mm. They're allowing all of their, like, soldier friends to die because of, like, petty games of who can shoot the most people and, like, tally charts and Mm. shit. But, but, bit of a tangent, Mm. they've they've made this French spy character. It's a woman. Oh, yeah. Um, And she's supposed to be doing, like, secret agent spy work for the French resistance. Oh. (laughs) But... Bless her. I'm sure she's a lovely actor. Okay. Um, she's kind of thrown oh, into dear. the kind of femme fatale, oh, red yeah, lipstick, yeah, smoking yeah, the yeah. long cigarette yeah, um, uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, and she was okay for the first few episodes, but then they've involved her with the main character yes. in this kind of love thing. And right. her secret agent amazing spy skills are being compromised because of her love. Oh, and it's just, yeah. it's so wanky. Yeah. But Dominic West is in it, and we love Dominic West. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. Yeah, then. so it's okay then. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I would say that American war films I can't talk about as much. Yeah. But there is still a big... Um, a big group of people that still love these glamorizing, yeah. look how, f- how yeah. b- good old days yeah. where values were correct and pronouns <laughs> were too. <laughs> like that kind of vibe, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I definitely get that. I think it's very interesting that the the SAS thing is being made today yes. in an age post-COVID, mm. where, well, kind of post-COVID, where we have almost completely... Uh, as a country, lost faith mm. in the Tory government, which mm. is, I, I saw, um, oh, I can't remember which uh, politics page it was, but they were saying that the vast majority of the British public now are feeling um, that the com, uh, conservatives are the self-servatives, mm. like they're only pushing the agendas of them and their party. <laughs> Took them long enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I think it's very interesting that we've got now uh, something that shows a piece of media that shows that that doesn't just affect the yeah. UK. It also, you know, we kind of through our negligence have forced that on other countries as well to Definitely. the cost of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, I think some of those films. Uh, the you know the the big the big epic war films like 1917 um there was another one as well wasn't there dunkirk. there was dunkirk that was it dunkirk um i i don't know as much about Don, uh, dunkirk but um certainly 1917 there's a lot of 
um, you know, faithful, faithfulness and accuracy. Right. Um, they, in like the background of shots, uh, there's a lot of people of color. Um, mm. I know there's a lot of people playing Indian soldiers. Yeah. Um, in 1917. Mm, he never got um, talked about. No, absolutely. I'm pretty um, sure they came in on bikes, which is really cool. That's fucking sick. Yeah. That's cool. That um, was their mode of transportation yeah. during the First World War. That's fucking I believe awesome. so. I might have got that wrong, but I wow. believe that is correct. And it made, uh, over the fucking rough terrain of mm-hmm. no man's land, they must have had some powerful fucking <laughs> gams on them. Fucking knees of Good. steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Self-suspension. Yeah, and there's, you know, people uh, using the correct ammo on the correct guns and stuff. There's a lot of attention to detail in 1917. And I think, yeah, the general consensus seems to be that that's a very affecting Mm. film. I need to watch it. Yeah, same. I have Um, watched Dunkirk, though. Any good? Um, I really enjoyed it. I think Dunkirk was only... It was a better experience if you watched it in the cinema. Right. Because of just yeah. how amazing the soundscape was. Right. So I remember when I eventually watched it at home um, mm. and it wasn't as effective. Mm. But even then, um, ah, Dunkirk has this um, like British patriotism to the extreme towards the end because obviously Dunkirk, uh, the British troops were waiting on the beach. Right. Because yeah. they were just waiting to get rescued, essentially. Yeah. And... It's a very significant thing in the war, I agree, because British civilians got in their little private boats yeah. or anything that they yeah. had to hand and went across the mm. fucking channel to pick up these front, um, yes. these troops in France. Uh, there's a shot in the movie where you think all hope is lost and Kenneth mm. Branagh's going, oh no. <laughs> um, and then you get like, I think it's, it's either Royal Britannia or another oh, traditional British yeah. song mm. starts playing as you see these like humble <laughs> British people. <laughs> Is it Britannia? It's one of them. Yeah, it's, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe or something like a, a bit Jerusalem. More. Maybe. Oh, no, I Jerus- think it is Jerusalem, uh, no. actually. And did those hills in, in ancient, ancient times. Oh, no, did those feet in ancient times? I don't Fields. know. the... Walk upon England's mountains green, and did the Holy Lamb of God, and was the Holy Lamb of God yeah. in England's pleasant pastures seen? Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I will say, as hymns go, fucking banger. It is a hymn. banger of Unfortunately, a hymn. Unfortunately, it has been claimed by the alt right in the yes. UK as yeah. a kind which of which is really sad. It is sad because it is a nice song. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very rousing tune, but I suppose that's why. So it might kind of have been Jerusalem it. then. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the, anyway, there's this shot of all of these. You know, the common people with yeah, their little rowboats coming, coming over. Because, look, it's it's England. And there's like a, <laughs> there's like a fucking Union Jack on oh, one of them. Lord. And it's kind of fun, like, oh, thank God for the English. <laughs> thank you know God. I mean? It turns to the camera. Thank God for you For at you, home. sir. Yeah. And he does like the Lord Kitchener. We want <laughs> oh, yeah, you we to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all propaganda again. I mean, it was... God, we were duped. I mean, God, it definitely was propaganda. Mm. I mean, like, it fucking stormed the Brit, um, yeah. the, the Brits. Not the Brits. The beach. The BAFTAs. Baf- oh, I thought, I thought you were saying they stormed the beach. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, they, they certainly did. No, <laughs> sorry, the BAFTAs. <laughs> that's my bad. No, that's really fine. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about the, the invasion. Um, the same with yeah. um, Dublin. Kenneth Branagh's Dublin as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, they, like it, it was kind of like the BAFTAs were like, yeah, sorry, guys. We, mm. We're really fucked over Ireland. Sorry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we feel bad about it now. <laughs> yeah. 
We didn't back then, but we do now. Um, yeah. Po- away from politics, because I mm, realise that yeah. that's still quite a dicey <laughs> topic. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, England still mm. has its daily, sorry, yearly dose of yeah. look how great we were in the mm. war, which the further we get away from it, the more yeah. it becomes hilariously, not redundant, yeah. that's not the right word. Yeah, I do think it's... It's important to tell the stories and remember the lives lost because that's the way we stop history from repeating itself. I do think that, but equally, I think painting us as unequivocally the good guys. And there is no, like everyone loses. When there's a war, everyone fucking loses. So I we think, just happen to be on the winning side. Yeah, exactly. I think when you focus on individuals and examine their morality, I think, on the whole, well, to me personally, mm. on the whole, that is far more effective mm-hmm. than a sweeping statement. Like, focusing on the individual soldiers as opposed to the generals yeah. going like, oh, if we push the troops over here, then <laughs> yeah. we're going to best the, the Germans. And, oh, fantastic. Using Britain, we have done, we have saved the world. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, shut up. Because also you people know. make the assumption that the German army are Nazis. Yeah, yeah. They were working for the Nazis. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the Nazis yeah, fucking, were in power. Exactly. But they were being, they were forcing everyone yeah, else. Yeah, like, yeah, SS and, like, yeah. fucking storm, stormtroopers. Yeah. That's, you know, mm. well, maybe lesser than the stormtroopers, but, like, you know, if we're going to be looking at the actual things, the big boys were the bad ones. Mm. Fucking yeah, li- absolutely. Little, little hands on the fields. Ain't, <laughs> ain't no shit about the world that's going no on. No little German boy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this place is full of the uh, garden shooting. <laughs> the garden shooting. The garden shooting. That's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> this is awfully rude. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, god. no, yeah. I, I, I very much agree with that. Um, I did want to bring up mm. as well, you mentioned in the first half there was a little bit of the the Spielberg schmaltz. Oh, yeah. That you... Yeah. Uh, are there any moments in particular in it's Saving just, Private Ryan? I don't think they needed to necessarily have the bit where Ryan came back as an old man. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, he could have, but yeah. intersplicing that with the first thing you see in the film being the American flag and the last thing you see in the film being the yeah. American flag, it, it's, it kind of grounds it in... Don't worry, guys. Even though all of this bad stuff happened, we're still proud to be Americans. Yeah. It, and it's it's that kind yeah. of ugh, it, it leaves a sickly sweet mm, taste in no, your mouth. I get and maybe that. I'd feel differently if I was American. Yeah, because I think there's yeah. there's different ways you can read it potentially as well. Like you could read it as, oh, at the end of the day, we're all still proud to be American. I think mm. that's the way I read it as well. But you could probably make the argument as well for, you know, the American flag looking down at Mm. all of these lost lives, Mm. all of these white crosses and uh, the occasional Star of David, Mm -hmm. all these white crosses that are exactly the same as one another. The the American flag doesn't care who Mm. you are. You are another statistic to them. You are another life that it sacrificed to maintain itself. Here's a hot you know? film student take. Oh, go on. What if all of those white crosses and stars yeah. were the stars of the American flag? 
Oh, oh, damn, dude. Shit, man. Shit. It's almost like I'm a film student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A I film think... that does that really well. And I think yeah. they were probably playing, paying homage, homage mm. to was, I believe it's the 1960s film, I Want a Lovely War, which is a musical about the oh. First World War. It's very good. Okay. It's um, British. Yeah. And the ending shots is an American soldier. I mean, no, American. A British soldier. Yeah. Sitting in a field. Um, and the camera is like an, an aerial camera and it like oh, keeps yeah. going out and they made crosses, white crosses yeah. and put them all in the field of poppies. Um, and it mm. was, they, they managed to get like almost all of the like troops numbers in those little crosses that they made. Wow. So it just, so the shot just keeps getting bigger and bigger wow. and bigger and bigger. So all you see is like this sea of like yeah. little white specks. Of all of these Fuck. crosses that they've made to symbolise the soldiers that died. Damn. I believe on um Oh oh I'm getting the SOP was the SOM World War One or World War Two? I can't be asked to check that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. We're wrapping yeah. up. But anyway. Yeah. So that's a good film. Um yeah. I don't think we'll look at it because it's no. fairly like no one really talks about it. But mm. oh what a lovely war if you have time. Yeah. It's a very good musical. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. War films. War films, am I right? Yeah. The only war media worth watching is Blackadder Goes Forth. Oh, that's sad. I know, it's the really sad. The ending's really sad. But it's funny. World War One as well. Again. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Some beans, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> that's two. Yeah. Is that two? Yeah, that I, is two. I don't know. They, all, they blend together a little bit to me. <gasps> How dare you? Black I know, Adder I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It goes second, th- ooh. Personally, second, third, fourth, first. Okay. Have you watched some Blackadders? Um, I've I, not in order. Definitely Ooh, not in order. I've seen. Yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. Because Tudor's two. got Queenie. Yeah. And Queenie's yeah. great. I've seen a fair few episodes of those. I think. Cool. I think that's a good, uh, rounding really? off point potentially. Yeah, I realise that the audio is going to pick up for me doing a Queenie impression from Blackadder, but I can't be asked. No, d- do it a bit no, louder. No, 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 no. Yeah. no I'm not doing it. <laughs> She's just got like a really lithby voice. Lithby voice. Like Blackadder. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's <laughs> incredibly impressive. You managed to lisp on a word with no S's. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, thank you. It's my talent. <laughs> um, I'll cut off your yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening, thank everybody. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, at but it's a classic underscore pod. Yeah. Uh, for all of our all info on, on um, uh, screenings mm-hmm. and that. Um, make sure you follow us on Spotify. Yes. You can find us at But It's a Classic. Uh, make sure to rate and... Ding the button. Yeah, yeah, notifications. Ooh, That's it. Me. That's the but. other one. Um, I think we've only got one more mm-hmm. in this uh, season, season, this half of the year. Yeah. Uh, probably try to do a Christmas episode. Yeah, exciting. Um, David's hijacked the uh oh the he has hasn't he lord of the rings <laughs> so who knows yeah, did you have you watched the lord of the rings i have not no <laughs> maybe we can end with we lord can, of the yeah rings we can end with lord of the rings tie the two together <laughs> i mean we could actually we could rent we could, out yeah. a room before the I'll screening right that. do yeah. the first half do but then think i'm after. we'll be starting with the twin towers not the twin oh <laughs> Hello, sorry, not the, tw- not the, the two, two towers. towers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you want me to cut that out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at Ferdy and Fur. Mm. Th- no, we'll be okay. starting with the two towers, um, mm. which is 
I imagine Lord of the Rings too. It's the second one, yeah. yeah okay. So we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Maybe it'll be Christmas. Maybe it'll be Lord of the Rings. Who knows? A massive trilogy run. Yeah. To end <laughs> weed off out the, the weak year. ones. You know what? Like that could be really cool. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll catch you on the flip. Bye bye. Don't uh, <laughs> don't kill anyone. No. That's just kind of a catch-all bit of advice. Really. Don't commit. Don't commit war atrocities. Read the Geneva Convention. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>